Blog Talk Radio. Calling all men. It's now your time for your show with your coach, the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. Relax, be heard, and be understood. It's a show where men can be men. Now here's the coach who has your back, Linda Gross. Welcome, everybody. I'm successfully inviting you to today's show. We are talking about, are you being manipulated? Oh, boy. Some people see mental manipulation as an art and something that is extremely rewarding for them. They are smart about using these skills and often practice them frequently. Just because they revel in influencing how others think and behave doesn't mean you need to be on the short end of that stick. <laughs> we, we're going to be talking about several of their nasty techniques so you can be on the lookout for trouble. All righty. Okay, so when it comes to a moral discussion, manipulating minds of other people may seem unethical for many and for a good reason. She's actually playing with other people's thoughts, feelings, and emotions for her own interests. She can get plenty of emotional and financial benefits if she knows how to play her cards right and how to make other people do whatever she wants them to do. For her, the key is to do it in such a manner that you don't realize that you are being manipulated. Mm-hmm. Let's now go into more depth on these manipulation methods. So first up, we have the fear and relief technique. You know, basically it means to scare and influence somebody. This well-rehearsed manipulation technique involves playing with the other person's emotions. Although it can cause a great deal of stress and anxiety on the victim, it is well documented as being extremely efficient. Now, this method, let's break it down, it has two very simple parts. First, to make the other person fear something. It will quickly make him be vulnerable to the illogical behavior that she can use for her advantage at a later date. Then you offer him real relief to that fear that he is now experiencing. The most challenging part of this tactic is to actually know what to use to scare this person. She isn't going to be able to continue to come up with scary stuff on the spot, hoping that he will experience fear. Uh, Instead, what she does is she has a clear idea of what to say and how to say it way before she approaches him. Then she needs to have a solution to solve his problem. That will save him from this uncomfortable feeling. 
Now, this tactic is often used in the media to hook viewers. You've heard it all before. The news channel, for example, can scare people with a very dramatic announcement, like 20 people are affected by this new virus outbreak. Now, that sentence will likely, most likely scare people. Then uh, they end up with, for updated information of what to do, keep watching our channel, which offers a solution to the viewer to keep watching, and we will tell you how to survive this terrible virus, right? All right, so the technique is not just relegated to news channels. A seasoned person can use the same tactic to uh, to instill fear, then provide relief to manipulate you. She can scare people with anything from their career goals to personal relationships. She's creative. She analyzes her target and comes up with the best ways of doing this method. Whenever she sees that one she sees that the one she is trying to manipulate is about to give up. That is when she helps them relieve the stress to let off all the steam. She is basically trying to give that person sudden mood swings that will leave him completely disarmed. When that happens, the person in question is much more likely to do whatever she needs them to do as evil as that may sound, it truly works. Next on the uh, agenda, the mirroring technique. She just copies what you do, right? This is one of the most famous manipulation techniques. It also involves two parts. In the beginning, she's trying to mirror the person she is trying to influence. And then during the second part, you will be mirroring her. This establishes the trust between the two of you. It helps build a connection that she will eventually start to exploit. The technique is quite basic and simple to do. She just copies your behavior, your physical behavior. She takes a close look at your body language, your face, your hand gestures, and the tonality of your voice. Now, here's some things that she might evaluate. Are you standing with your hands crossed? If so, she does the same. Are you talking quietly without many emotions? She starts talking the same way. It is important to do it as exactly as possible. Otherwise, it'll be obvious that she's trying to mirror the victim and the victim will quickly start to become suspicious of her behavior and it'll be really difficult for her to recover from that position. So after some time of doing the mirroring technique, the victim will start start to feel more connected to her. She knows she's not getting through to you when you automatically start copying her behavior instead. I'm sorry. She knows that she is getting through to you when you automatically start copying her behavior instead. She has then successfully completed the trust bond. This technique is very important for further efforts of manipulation. So if the person doesn't trust her, it's extremely difficult to influence somebody. 
So once that connection is established, other manipulation methods start working so much easier. For the mirror technique to really take hold, she must do it for a long time, not just for a few minutes. Depending on a person, she may have to continue for even up to an hour. All right, what else does she have in her toolbox? Well, another one is she could never go wrong with the guilty approach. This is yet another very effective way to manipulate somebody Never estimate the power of making somebody feel really guilty about something. When a person feels guilty about something, he will try to compensate for it in one way or another. When that happens, she can easily suggest uh, him an idea. This is when she is slowly planting her desires into their subconscious mind. And she's just waiting for him to go with the flow. This tactic works best with those who are already prone to feeling guilty, especially if he has friends or relatives who make him feel guilty on a regular basis. The tactic of using guilt is a simple one, but she can't make it seem too obvious. The sentences have to be coy, like, I helped you last time, now don't you want to help me back? Or maybe she comes up with, do you want to disappoint everyone and refuse to do a simple thing like this? Nobody wants to be a bad person. So even if they are quite stubborn, they will still feel like doing what is asked. Ever notice how this tactic is used by the animal rights organizations like PETA? Have you ever met them in the streets showing you abused puppies and other cute animals? Then on top of the images, it says something like, you are causing this, but you can stop being evil. And what happens? People actually feel really guilty of not adopting the animals or not donating to PETA. Now, the same psychological effect is happening to you when she uses the guilt technique to influence others as people feel obligated to help her in order to avoid being bad human beings. All right. If you've just joined us, you're currently listening to The Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We're on at a special day and time today, and I want to thank you for joining us. We're talking about are you being manipulated. If you want to join in on this conversation, you can do so. All you have to do is use our call-in number 323-642-1677. Again, that number is 323 323- Six four two one six seven seven. Also, you can call our chat line. So, uh, not call. You can um, log into our chat chat line. If you happen to be on the live show, it is now quarter of twelve. Um, Pacific Time or quarter of three Eastern Time. And that that address is blogtalkradio.com, blogtalkradio.com forward slash DT Linda Gross. DT Linda Gross, that's short for dating tips. All right. Okay. So 
We are going to uh, take a a short break right now. When we come back from the break, we're going to go into the next tactic, which is called play the victim card. All right. We'll catch you right back after the break. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Hi, guys. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, Real Truth About Women That'll Change Your Life Forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and, if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We are talking today about are you being manipulated? Why are these things happening? We'll get into that a little bit later in the show as to why some of these women use these tactics. But our purpose uh, today is to inform you so you don't become a victim of such behavior. I see that we have a caller on the line. Let me see who we have here. Hold on one sec. Welcome, Hi, caller, Linda. to the show. This Be is Linda. Chris. Hey, Chris. Hello? How you doing? Hello. Oh, I'm Can doing you hear fantastic. me? Oh, I see awesome. <laughs> yes, I am doing fantastic. How about you? <laughs> Wonderful. I've been reading your post. I'm like so excited for you. That sounds oh, great. Thank you so much. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I just had to call and weigh in on this subject because okay. I know I'm currently saying that I can't get a date because the women are turning their noses up at the idea of dating me. But yeah. I actually have more dating experience than I let on. And um, one thing I've learned to actually avoid being manipulated and taken advantage of is to try not to be desperate because, you know, I mean, 99.9% of the time, you probably just turn the women off when you're desperate. But that 1% of the time you think you've landed her, you really haven't. You've, You've set yourself up to being taken advantage of and such. And yeah, they'll get, they'll, they'll, they'll use that to get you to, to move the sun and the moon for him. And in the meantime, the, there's some other guy that gets her while 
you don't. You just you just pay and get nothing. I mean, just uh, a hollow relationship that goes nowhere. <laughs> so absolutely. That's, that's, I mean, the, these perpetrators, much like a thief, they know their prey. They absolutely know their prey. Like in the dating world, they specifically go after someone who's desperate, like you say, or someone that's kind of like lacking in social skills or someone that's fearful or maybe they had a family environment. They were raised on guilt. I know a couple of cultures out there, you know, their their uh, friends and family, you know, they're always saying things that uh, make the victim feel guilt-ridden. So absolutely, they know their prey. Much like if you go to a tourist spot like New York City and you stand out like a sore thumb, you know, that pickpocket who's going to, you know, fleece you, he's he's staring at you. He or she is staring at you, looking at you, and figuring out what your personality type is, and they absolutely know what they're doing. Somebody oh, that's yeah. confident, this... that doesn't need all this, they're not going to go after that person. So, exactly. and much like these these dating manipulators, they're not going to go after that person. So, and as I say in my book, and thank you so much for um, singling out my book and saying such great things about, about it. By the way, listeners, the name of the book is Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever. And as you know, Chris, in the book I say, Talk to 10 women a day because you need to, like, build up that confidence so when the girl that you really want to go out with comes along, you're not all tongue-tied and falling all over yourself. Yeah, it can happen. <laughs> I mean, it does happen. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And then, I've also, and then I've also learned to – I mean, I've also learned a magic word, believe it or not, with yeah. women too that kind of helps and it's 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 really magical but people don't think of it as magical i'm about to tell you what this magic word is are you ready i'm ready okay, here it goes no the magic word is no <laughs> and you have to be willing to walk away you know yeah um i dated i dated one woman one time um we you know i'd already Actually, we'd, I'd reconnected with her. We'd already had we'd already had coitus twice, or sorry, medical term for sex twice yeah. already. But I lost touch, and then I reconnected with her again. And okay. um, and she was laying out the terms of what she wanted in our relationship because I was really serious about giving her a chance. And. Um, some of the terms she was laying out is she wanted to wait until we get married before we had sex, and she wanted me to go to some marriage boot camp, which I didn't have a problem with the marriage boot camp, but I had a big problem with not just not just waiting till we're married to have sex, but she went on later on to you know to outright tell me she was still going to see her hairdresser, some guy that she'd been involved with, and. Uh. Right then and there, I was like, no, I don't accept these terms. I'm done, and it made her mad, and I, I did walk away, but I I felt pretty good because right then and there, I avoided being taken advantage of. I mean, because she was wanting me to drive her to these bed and breakfast, and we stay the night, and she was wanting me to take her out to all these different dinners, and, you know, but in the wow. meantime, while I'm working to to make money to pay for all these dates. I mean, 
you know, she's made it abundantly clear that she wants to go see her hairdresser, that hairdresser guy, and perform all these acts and uh, different sex acts that she described. And I was like, a no, <laughs> you know. But a guy who lacks confidence and thinks he can he can get the girl like that would just. They, I mean, you'd be surprised at how many guys would just say yes to that. So, and you know, that sometimes is, that just, is true. Yeah, you just can't give up who you are for somebody like that, and all. I mean, so even even with my ex fiance, I mean, there's I've had to tell her no plenty of times because I've had to work and I can't always clear my busy schedule to you know just because she wants me to sit on her couch with her and, and watch movies and TV and stuff. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I have to go out and earn a living. And so that's how it goes. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. One like, of the, one of the things that builds up a guy's confidence is to stick by your principles. You know, if you've got standards and morals and if something doesn't sound right in your gut, you know, like you say, just say no, because it's yeah. usually not going to work out. <laughs> and the end result usually is not going to go where she might be suggesting it's going to go. So, yeah, if right. it doesn't sound right, doesn't feel right, <laughs> move on. She's not the only yeah. girl on earth. Yeah. And, you know, Sometimes I think it... as a woman, I think as a woman, we respect guys that drive, draw that line in the sand. If you keep doing everything that the woman says, we lose respect. And you know what happens there? I, I write that about that topic in my book, too. Um, men oh, have yeah. most of the book. Most of the book is about how to win over women. But there is one chapter in the book that men also have core four qualities that they need in order to feel love. So if she's disrespecting you, the guy's not going to feel love. I mean, it's just plain and simple. So, yeah. guys, you need to check out that chapter, too. <laughs> yes, so. I think the four words was accept, appreciate, respect, and character, I think. I have to reread and, that and, chapter. So. And need, and need. For, for guys, need. it's need. The, the, the guy oh. has to feel needed. Like, she could be the most beautiful woman on earth, but if you don't fit into her life in some way, if you don't feel needed, the guy's not going to feel love. The character one is the yeah. women's core for. I think that's where you're getting that from. That's the women's. But men have their oh, own okay. set. But but good job. You did three out of four. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I'm studying when I can. And, yeah. Yeah, and so... <laughs> Yeah, it's a great book. I highly recommend it myself. And, you know, it's been a, been really, really good. And then, yeah, sticking with your guns, that's basically it. And, um, yep. so, yeah, I really, really yeah, but... like that. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> we keep interrupting each other. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, that's all right. Oh, I'm, you were I'm, saying, I'm, oh, yeah. Uh, and, um, yeah, and that's that's basically, you know, what I wanted to weigh in on. Oh, and, you know, another thing, too, is stick it by your guns, too, is the other day I was, you know, like I said, I, like I've been saying a lot, I've, I've lost 94 pounds, re, you know, today. 
And yeah. so what I did was I've been shopping at different stores that I haven't been able to shop at before. And I walked into an old Navy for the first time in my life. And I went to buy, a, you know, I was looking for a beach shirt to wear. Uh-huh. And I was, I was looking over and I saw this, I saw this couple, it was a young couple. They looked like they were in their late teens, early twenties, go in to buy okay. clothes. And the woman was making the guy carry her purse. Oh, I was goodness. looking around and I saw this guy and I was like, I mean, I rolled my eyes. I was like, I was like, no, this, well, <laughs> if I'm dating a woman, I don't care how, how beautiful she is or what, or what character she's got or she's she's doing that to me i'm out <laughs> you know? right because i mean you, you talk about you talk about not being appreciated and accepted and respected and needed i mean that's <laughs> yeah that's that's definitely shows that for sure so what do you think absolutely so what do you think his carrying her purse means like yeah, I do go into that that's another chapter that's in the book so why is that such mm-hmm. a horrible thing you know people think oh I'm just being helpful she's in the changing room she needs somebody to stand guard outside and hold her purse I mean of course but what yeah. do you think that means why do you think I wrote that chapter well for starters I, th- I think that woman is kind of insecure I mean because yeah he you know and when that guy's holding his purse I mean I mean, yeah, emasculated, I think, was a word I'm looking for. Yep, absolutely. He looks like he's a big sissy, and she's so insecure that she has, you know, when she makes him hold his purse, it's it's like she's saying, okay, ladies, all you beautiful women in here, this is my man. Don't hit on him. Leave him alone. Absolutely. It's terrible. Territorial, just like a dog is going to mark his tree, so she's marking her yeah. man with that purse. And those and those beautiful women that are in there, um, they're like they're looking at him like, "Ew, I don't want him anyways. You can have him, you know. I can respect a <laughs> guy like this." <laughs> yeah. Know? And so, yeah, that definitely speaks volumes. I I just could not help but roll my eyes at that. <laughs> I know. I, I it's glaring now, right? After you've read that, it's just you know you see it everywhere, and and sometimes I go mm-hmm. go to a store, and there's that guy at the front bench or whatever, sitting there with with somebody's purse or their bags or whatever, and I really have to circle around and round and bite my tongue and not say anything. It's none of my business. I have to take my DT hat off. And it, yeah. but I feel like running to my car and getting my book and say, "Hey, read this chapter. <laughs> don't ever yes. do this again. And while you're at it, don't even come to the mall ever again, ever." Yeah, ever. not I with her. Allow, I only allow like two exceptions, and that's because you have to go into the mall to buy a wedding gift or a baby shower gift or something like that. That's about it. Those are the only two exceptions. Outside of that, I don't even want guys in the mall. What business do you have being in a mall? No. Well, with with online shopping, really not 
much except to just people watch. It's what I yeah, do. Yeah, you don't even have to do that anymore because you're right. In fact, I, I w- I'm invited to a baby shower uh, next month, and now they have oh. online dating. I mean, I'm sorry, they have online uh, gift registries. So you don't even have to go to the mall. You can just type in the recipient's name, and it pops up. Here's all the you know 20 things they picked. You pick one, boom, they ship it to your house or ship it to the couple's house. Boom, you're done. You don't even have to go to a mall anymore. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, there's just you know, no reason. So. No reason. God. So what do you say what do you say to guys who say, you know, I'm okay with dating. What I'm doing is fine. I might have a little a few bumps here and there, but I don't need some woman telling me what to do and how to do it. What do you say to a guy like that when they ask you about my book? Um, what do I say to a guy who was? I'm so sorry. Um, who just what to say, what to do, and oh no! If they say I don't need any dating book, I especially don't need a dating book that's oh. written by a woman. Like, what is she going to tell me? Yeah. Like, I don't need that. You know, what would you say to somebody like that? Ninety nine point five percent of the time, you really do. I mean. Dating doesn't come with a set of instructions, and, you know, your dad, if he's even around, because we're like in the first, what, two, three generations of, of men being raised without a father, yeah, you know, you know being raised by single mothers, um, you know, there's there's no instructions on that. I mean, you know, you just don't know how to date, so when you go off and think you're doing it, um, chances are you might still be able to get a date, but it's just going to be a whole lot harder and all. So, right. and, and and even worse, it's going to be harder to keep a relationship going because that doesn't come with instructions either. So, yeah. I mean, you know, we got to, we got to learn it somewhere. And so, yeah, mastering women is great for that. Of course. You know, the yep. four C's, but you know, <laughs> so I mean, just just in that aspect, and really all aspects of life. So yeah, I would definitely tell them up front. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you really do. <laughs> so, yeah, and I th- I think I've broken it broken it down to four easy principles. It's my assumption, and you know, based on my research, I have an academic background in psychology from UCLA. Plus, I interviewed 20,000 men while writing the book, asking them, what are your roadblocks? What do you want to see in a dating book? What are you having trouble with? Um, So I narrowed it down to these four principles that if a guy does these four principles, he can win over any woman, anywhere, anytime, doesn't matter, geography, race, color, creed, religion. These are inherent core drives that motivate this person into warming up to you and so you can win her over and eventually you know get in a relationship with her so i think they work i mean i've read a lot of books that are written by men and there's a lot of commonality Mm -hmm. with with those books that are written by men they often started like not being able to get the girl and then they did xyz trick and then they wrote a book about it 
So a lot of the problem that I see with those types of books, you know, the pickup lines and all that, is that oftentimes they're promoting lying to the girl. Like the girl's not going to like you otherwise, and you have to lie to her to win her over. But in my book, I don't believe in that. I teach the guys how to get the girl for real. Like you don't have to lie because if you have confidence, you don't have to lie. You don't have to say, oh, you know, I'm a film producer. Oh, I'm a, you know, I'm a doctor. You know, you don't have to go. You don't have to go there because you have the confidence. You've built up the confidence. And in the book, I spend many chapters on how to do that. The confidence, by the way, has nothing to do with the girl. You've got to build the confidence outside of the girl before you even get there. And then you're all golden. Then it just comes naturally. You don't have to lie. You feel solid. And that's what girls are drawn to. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, that's that's actually one reason why I jumped ship to go into your camp. Basically, is is exactly what you said. I was, you know, for a while I gave up on dating too after I lost, you know, lost my fiance and everything, um, mm-hmm. and you know, and left her. Um, and one reason was is because these guys were really deceiving me. They were they were throwing a lot of myths out there about women, and I just I just bought into it hook, line, and sinker. You know, okay. myths like you have to have money. If you're too poor, you're just not going to attract women. You know, something that wasn't true. You know, because the vast majority of them are gold diggers. Yeah, and yeah, many of these people did teach me to be a to to be a player. You know, and that was a concept I – when it really gets down to it, I'm not comfortable being a player. I just mm-hmm. – I don't know. I just – you know, it's just not who I want to be, you know, taking advantage of somebody just for sex and, you know, and then turn around and leave them crushed like that. And so that's that's why I jumped in your ship. I was like, you know what? If I don't want to be a player, don't be a player. Just go be who you are. And let, yeah. let that stand, you know. So own it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, nowhere yeah, that's, in that's my book. In... Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Nowhere in my book do I talk about the guy needs money to win the girl. Nowhere. <laughs> so it's not. You know. It's not the money. By the way, I want you guys to make as much money as you want because do it for you. But you should never be making yeah. money for her to win her over whoever the her is. No, you do it for you because it makes you feel good. It makes you feel proud. It makes you feel accomplished. And all of these things add to your confidence quotient. But you don't need money. And and the way that I know this is I know so many guys, some of them are even like homeless. They don't have a job. They don't have a place to stay. They're staying on somebody's couch. They don't have a nickel in their pocket, and they can win over any girl any time. So I I studied these guys to see what magic did they have, and primarily their magic was second seat, connect with her. So, you know, you don't need the money. And it's not the money, by the way. It's what the money Mm -hmm. represents. So the money represents, first C, which is confidence. 
And that's what they like. It's because you had to put in the hard work to get from point A to point B. And, Chris, I think in your profession, you probably had to go to school and you had to work hard. You had to get this job. And from where you started several years ago to where you are now, you have a sense of pride and accomplishment because you've attained all these goals. That's what the girl is looking for. That's the attractive quality. The money is kind of like icing on, on top of the cake. It's not the requirement. Yeah. It's what the money represents. Mm-hmm. I was I was out of work for 14 months when I was in my school, but uh-huh. um, I was in the top top 10 percent of my class, and I almost made salutatorium, but uh-huh. I had a cruise kind of derail that. But I still came in like number four, okay. you know, out of out of all the top 10 percent students, and. I wasn't even looking to date, and women were women were still approaching me and stuff. I even got asked out a, a couple of times by a woman to, you know. And so, yeah, it's it's definitely not it's definitely not just money, and even other factors too. Like another myth that's going on is guys have to be six foot four, or they're not going to get women interested. You know, mm-hmm. and something I don't I don't fully believe in cuz for starters I'm not near 6 foot tall I'm 5 foot I'm 5 foot 10 and the average height for guys is about 5 foot 10 and uh-huh. I see them I see them dating women all the time and such and yeah I even know short I even know short guys that are like 5 foot 4 that still get dates and such so yeah I really do think women are pretty well misunderstood creatures and such, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, these are, you know, but you're right. It's all about the four C's, the confidence, learning how to connect, being caring, you know, not just about the person and the people around you. I mean, about yourself too. I like can like have good hygiene, make sure you shower every day and you don't stink and have body odor Make sure you brush your teeth twice a day and floss. Um, you know, make sure you use a good deodorant that's that's gonna that's gonna keep you from stinking. You know, and you know, keep your car clean, keep your house clean, work out. <laughs> so really, out I know, really good for me. Yeah, I mean, not, it's not easy, and not every you know, it's not always easy, but you know. But um, even doing half these things is still pretty good and all. But, you know, and not just apply it to just dating with women either. Yes, yes, uh, hold the door open for a date, if, you know, you know when, you're, when you're taking her out. Yes, stand back and pull a chair out and help her push it in. And, you know, of course, hold her hand and, and ask her if she's okay with this certain setting. You know, try to provide mm-hmm. that that security there, but um, you know, use it in all aspects of your life too. Like when I go to the gym, I see trash left on the treadmills. I see sweat left on exercise equipment, and you know what? You know, and there's there's no workers in there to clean it. So what I do is I I grab a towel and I grab the cleaner and I go in and I clean it myself. You know, and then and then I clean my own equipment and I go on and use it. 
And see, mm-hmm. that's that's part of that third C right there is caring. You know, even in my job, I refuse to let you know my clients sit in dirty depends. When it's dirty, I change it as soon as I can, and I make darn sure I'm cleaning them up to where they don't smell like urine. And I never, you know, in the minute I smell or sense any sign of pain, I am quick to call the nurse to get them meds. You know, and same thing when other caregivers are coming in to relieve me, I make sure I make sure they're cleaned up, they don't stink. You know, I've cleaned up the I've cleaned up their their house or their room if I'm working in a facility behind them, and I you know and I do these things. All part of this, it's all part you know the third C's for sure. And then you've got to, I mean, sh- should we go on to the fourth C, which is what consistency? Yeah, mm-hmm. you got to do the, all these things consistently. I mean, you can't do it once and then. Oh, I'm a great guy. No, you got to be consistent with it and all. So, and that's basically my interpretation of the four C's for sure and all. Because the consistency leads to character, which is a quality that the players don't have. So, you know, when, when the guy is using these pickup lines and lying and trying to you know, sway the girl disingenuously and whatever. Well, the difference between why the good guy is going to win is because the players don't have character. They know, they're sharp enough to know they're supposed to come up with second C and third C, which is connect with her and the caring. And they do so by lying on those two topics. And that that works for a little while, but it doesn't get the job done. You're not going to get the girl of your dreams if you don't have the uh, uh, consistency, which then leads to the character. So, yeah, all very important traits. And it's like a lot of these things are like so easy to do, guys, like just so easy. Open your eyes, just Mm -hmm. do them, and you'll see, you know, this horizon opening up that there's you have so so many more possibilities available to you. Yeah, even, you know, know, even in some of the facilities and the, the Walmarts and such like that. You'd be surprised at how many elderly women who have walkers or they're in yeah. a wheelchair, they're struggling to open the door to get in. And, you know, there you go, caring. All you got to do is run and help them out, you know, go and hold yeah. that door open for them and let them, let them in, you know, um, help them cross the street. Right. So, um, even, even on my favorite kind of vacation, the cruising, um, take the stairs when you can so the elevators are freed up for the other passengers who are wheelchair-bound. You know, if you can, it's not always easy climbing up a flight of stairs or a couple yeah. of flight of stairs to get from your cabin to the Lido deck to go get something to eat. But, yeah, it's that little bit of caring and you consistently doing it, which, yeah, like you said, leads to character Right. And all. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a good character. Yeah, so, it's, it, it seems it's like a, it's a lost art today, but a very effective yeah. tool when one uses it. So, absolutely. 
<laughs> well, Chris, I thank thank you again. I got to get back to the show here, but um, sure. So proud to have you on the show. Call again anytime, thank you. and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Thank it's you, Chris. Uh-huh. There thank goes you. Chris from uh, Texas. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll talk to you again. Mm-hmm. Bye now. All right, everybody, if you've just uh, joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. You, too, can call in. By the way, that number is 323-642-1677, 323-642-1677. I also noticed that I have a few people on the chat line. Um, you can talk to me that way as well. Just type in your comment or question. Don't be shy. I'm, I'm, I'll be watching uh, what's happening with you guys, and I want to answer your questions and get to your comments as well. All right, let's get back into it. We're talking today about are you being manipulated? This is what happens when you don't have the confidence. Of course, confidence is my number one C, my number one core uh, characteristic that you need to have in order to win over women. You can find out more detail on how to accumulate and build your confidence in my book, Mastering Women. Just go to uh, Google, type in, go to Google, Amazon, Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever, and figure out how to do that. Get that handled so you get over these issues and you'll be less prone to being manipulated by these women that I'm talking about today. All right. So another skill that she uses could be play the victim card. Yep. She's going to act like she's a victim. This manipulation technique actually goes hand in hand with the guilt technique mentioned that we mentioned a little bit earlier. And she often combines these two techniques for the best result. So the victim card can sometimes be a double-edged sword and can work against the manipulator if she overuses it. When used sparingly, it's very effective. The concept is quite basic. She's pretending to be your victim. Aha, making you feel bad about how you treated her. Now, this happens by letting the target feel like they are the one trying to manipulate her. See how that works? Okay, so some phrases might go like this. Wow, do I really deserve to be treated like this? Or she might say, is this how you treat everybody or am I the only one that you hate? Or what did I do so wrong that you treat me like this? Okay, so she's trying to get under your skin, and that's one of the ways that she does that. So words like these make people think that their mental resistance towards her, even if it is very minimal, is too much, and they are being rude. Then they feel guilty and start being nicer, end up doing what she wants them to do. Great technique to use, she thinks. All right, the next one we're going to talk about is the love bombing method. Now, she makes you think that she's a great person. She makes flattering comments, leaves tokens of affection or love notes on the mirror, kitchen table, or windshield. It's one thing to do if this is real. It's quite another when she is doing these fine gestures because she wants something. 
love bombing is a typical emotional manipulation technique used quite often by manipulators, especially the narcissists. It's a method that is typically used at the beginning of the interaction with the victim she is trying to influence. She demonstrates large positive attention and affection towards the victim, and it is really difficult afterward for him not to feel good about her. It's a basic human instinct to treat people nicely if they do the same. So when she starts the conversation with being extremely nice towards somebody, she is setting up a huge emotional trap for him that he will most likely fall into. It creates intense feelings towards the victim and overwhelms him with a positive attitude. The love bombing technique doesn't work on everyone. The method works much better on people who are actually who actually need love and affection in their lives. If the person feels lonely and looks for positive human interaction, there's a much higher chance that the technique will work. And this person, she will prey on. Now, many groups and cults use this technique. Unfortunately, when used by them, millions of victims fall for it. They start by being extremely nice towards the victim. Once they actually make you sign up or join their group, they easily sway you to do what it is that they want you to do. All right. Next up, it would be try the the bribery technique. Now, People love to pay back. That's what this one is about. This wildly used uh, manipulation technique always works like a charm. If you reward somebody, be it emotionally or materially, they will somehow feel compelled to return the favor. All they have to do is figure out what the boss, the significant other, or the friend wants and needs, and you just give it to them, right? Then... At this juncture, uh, this dating person, she makes sure to suggest that she would like something in return. Now, she is careful not to make it sound as if she's blackmailing somebody, as that will certainly not end well. Or she will try to make it look as if she's genuinely being nice to that person. So the bribery is the easiest technique to implement if it isn't too obvious. She's pretending to be nice by giving simple stuff away as a nice gesture. It works for hundreds of different marketing departments, salespeople, and anyone who is trying to get the favor of others. Studies show that once people get even a small gift from others, they return the favor, usually bigger than the one that they, re- that they have received, by purchasing their product and doing what the other person wants. We've all seen this. We've all been in the big box store where someone is wants you to try their new cereal or their new sausage or their new piece of fruit or new ice cream or whatever it is, and they give you a tiny little morsel. It's like one bite, and you go ahead and take it, and you kind of feel obligated to buy the whole package, right? 
All right. So that's what this dating manipulator is doing. Also, um, she gives you something that's simple and you feel uh, intimidated to kind of return the favor. You know, you want to be Mr. Nice Guy. So the key is timing. It is important to give people things that they want carefully and way before you want them to do something. You can't give your boss a watch or a luxury pen and then ask for a promotion an hour later. Just like the other methods, bribery for manipulation requires a careful approach. So she needs to build trust and connection over time, which she will slowly influence others. So bribery also does not require something expensive or time-consuming. You can start working on it with small stuff like free coffee or or sweets. (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, eventually, when it comes to making others do what you want, they will have a, sure, I'll help, she's always so nice to me thoughts running in their heads. All right, what's another technique that she is using? Become a good listener and actually learn a lot about a person. Um, she understands what you're saying, in other words. Do not think that manipulators simply use a few code words to hack your brain and make you do whatever it is they want. It doesn't work like that. Developing the trust between the manipulator and another person is a fundamental part of influence. If the person doesn't trust, he won't want to do anything with her and she will lose the chance of influencing him. That's why it's so important to actually be friends with him. And one of the best ways of doing it is to become a good listener. Now, this technique has two parts, two beneficial parts for the manipulator. Um, Number one, being a good listener creates the illusion of friendliness. During the process of conversation, she seems much more appealing and trustworthy to others when they see that she is interested in what they have to say. This is especially true for people who do not get much social interactions in their lives and are desperate to talk to other people. They love to discuss their lives, tell you what they did yesterday, where they were planning to go next month for a vacation, and even uh, quite intimate details of their personal lives. All she has to do is stay quiet and listen. If things get extremely boring, she at least pretends she is interested. It is also important for her to remember what is said to complete the second part. So here's the second part. Trust strengthens significantly when after some time she mentions that he told her earlier. That's the moment when they believe she actually cared and genuinely listened. It is difficult Uh, to listen and remember everything the other person said, especially if the conversation was boring, and if she only listened because she wanted to manipulate them. However, if she brings up your vacation 
not repeating every detail like a parrot, but just casually asking how the vacation went, it will seem like she really cares. That's how she hooks you. All right, next up on her agenda, learn to read people's body language. Did you know that people express themselves more through their body language than through actual words? If you're having a hard time deciphering a person, then all you have to do is pay attention to their body language. And reading it can be really considered an art. In order to be able to fully and effortlessly manipulate somebody, you must figure out that person's psychological and emotional makeup. And you cannot do that without taking their body language into account. People can lie and twist their words very easily, but concealing the signs your body is trying to send is a lot more difficult. Reading people's body language is extremely important and pretty much a basic requirement if you want to manipulate others. The technique is pretty easy. Do you see a person with crossed hands, maybe an emotionless face, uh, maybe uh, that person does not engage in eye contact with others, then he is most likely disinterested and not ready to be engaged with in a conversation or perhaps he's acting this way because he's under stress or due, due to unhappiness or anger. Conversely, is he relaxed? Is he sitting in close proximity to the other person? Perhaps maintains long eye contact and has an animated facial expression. Then he is ready to be engaged. Has, positive, has a positive attitude and wouldn't mind jumping into the conversation with the other person. So 92% of communication is with body language and not with words. The manipulator knows to look for these signs and uses them to her best advantage. If you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Call us at 323-642-1677, 323-642-1677. We are talking today about are you being manipulated? We're going to carry on when we come back from the break. We're going to talk about how she uses her looks uh, to her best interest. We'll catch you right back after the break. Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's the Men's Advocate dot com slash coaching. 
Darn! Maybe you missed part of this show. Maybe you're still at work during the show. Maybe you heard the show but would like to listen again. Your problems are easily solved. Listen to any and all of Linda's archived shows at your convenience. Just Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. That's Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. The on-demand library is also available on the TuneIn app. Subscribe now and please share with your friends. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to The Men's Advocate with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about, are you being manipulated? Ooh, you don't want to be in this category. We're uh, diving into all her possible techniques. Call us if you have a comment or question on this topic, 323-642-1677, Seven seven. You can also use the chat line to type your question or comment. I'll be looking for you. The chat address, by the way, is blogtalkradio.com forward slash D-T Linda Gross. That's D-T Linda Gross, short, short for dating tips. All right, so let's hop back into this topic. She uses her looks in her best interest. So whether we like it or not, human nature is quite shallow to a certain extent. We are naturally drawn to charismatic people, and that is a fact. And if you are a man, you are also naturally drawn to good-looking women. Good-looking women know this and can use it to manipulate others. Life is really easier for beautiful people in general. For women who are not naturally beautiful, there is a multi-million dollar industry for her, meaning she can fix her hair, cosmetics, undergarments, and plastic surgery. And trust me, they stop at nothing short of using every trick that's available. And for you online daters, there's Snapchat and Photoshopping uh, software that makes every Cinderella look like a princess. As for charisma, Who isn't attracted to a cheerful, positive, approachable, and welcoming person? All right. Um, So I think what uh, charisma really is, is, it's about confidence. Confidence carries the day for both men and women. These beautiful and or charismatic women make you feel special just by letting you into their life. It makes you feel included and thereby accepted, which is one of my men's core four requirements that are needed from women for men to feel love. That's in the book, too, by the way. Most of the book we're talking about how to win over a woman. But in my book, Mastering Women, like I was telling Chris, who called earlier in the show, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever, there's a, uh, there is a chapter towards the end of the book called Men's Core Four. So what do women need to do to make the man feel that he's in love? All right? So... One of those core four um, characteristics are being accepted, okay? So you might want to read up on that. So easy to do. 
just uh, Google it, find it on Amazon. It's uh, in the ebook or in the paperback version. They'll just ship it to you, and trust me, you will not regret it. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so it makes, you know, these beautiful women – they just make you feel special by letting you into their life. It makes you feel included and thereby accepted, which is one of my men's four core requirements that are needed from women for men to feel love. It's an intoxicating attribute to be sure. What else does she do? Well, she preys on your feelings, but she makes sure to master her own first. So last but not But not least in this topic, another effective way to manipulate people is to simply make them fall in love with you. So when a person switches from being rational to emotional, that is when she uses the opportunity to strike to make them do whatever it is she wants them to do. All right. So. In summary, why do female manipulators do all this instead of actually falling in love with you? Well, first, the confidence. They think that you will be able to protect and provide, and they think that you can do those two skills quite solidly, quite well. And they are, like we mentioned earlier, women are drawn to the confidence factor. Uh, Number two, why do they do this? Because these women are beautiful. So they use that card against you because they know you will fall in love or lust easily because of this attribute. It's easy to break the barriers and make you fall for them, okay, when they're beautiful. Another set of women, why do they do this, the female manipulators? Well, frankly, they aren't beautiful, So they overcompensate in other ways. It's like the guy who was a nerd in high school but became a doctor in his 20s. Men who are otherwise undesirable, meaning that you're short, fat, or bald, often compensate by going into fields that make a lot of money, like a professional athlete or a singer or an accomplished entrepreneur. What other kind of female candidate, you know, are these dating manipulators? Well, they have no life. They have no education or career to take care of themselves, so they hook up with a man to provide this level of security. And lastly, who else falls in this category? Perhaps they have a broken childhood. Maybe they had absent parents uh, or parent or parents. Uh, Maybe they were a trailer park kid, a latchkey kid. They were on drugs. Maybe the parents were alcoholics or very poor. Maybe, Maybe the neighborhood was completely unsafe and unstable and had a lot of violence. Maybe they change residences often, meaning like maybe they were a military rat. Um, Maybe they had unstable living conditions, meaning that their house burned down or there was a flood or hurricane or some natural weather occurrence that devastated their their homes and their neighborhoods. Or uh, lastly, perhaps they were just they were sexually abused. 
So, okay, up until this point, before they met you, they had a rotten life so far, okay? So they prey on men who will rescue them and give them a better life. Now, are all women manipulators? No, of course not. But I just wanted to show you uh, what motivates someone to be a manipulator so you can keep your eyes peeled for the signs and not be in this situation. And... Like Chris was saying earlier, don't be desperate. So the opposite of desperate is that you have confidence, which is what my book talks about, and you can read all about that and and build up your confidence factor. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, If you happen to have missed last week's show, we were talking about online shopping for mates. According to social researchers, online dating has produced some of the most profound and widespread changes to traditional courtship that have been seen in decades, namely its effects on fundamental interpersonal processes. And in an increasingly product and results-oriented dating landscape, these changes are not always for the better. According to online dating research, swipe apps have trained the newest generation of single adults to look at online dating as more of a video game than as a viable way to make a real connection. These dating apps not only are redefining how humans communicate, but also potentially how we fall in love. Online dating, are you a fan? You know, if so, if not, you'll need to catch that show. Many ways that you can do so, just type in the name of the show, the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross, and it'll pull up uh, all the different resources that you can use to go back and listen to those shows. The most uh, popular one, which also has about five years of shows on it um, from my previous radio station, is SoundCloud. So just Google the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross, and it'll pull up SoundCloud, it'll pull up TuneIn. Of course, you can also check us out on the archived area for Blog Talk Radio. So lots of ways that you can make that happen. And if you like the show, show your love. You can do so by um, listening, calling, subscribing, chat, like our fan page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend, advertise with me, Start with my Amazon link, download my app, and buy my book on Amazon. So thank you for joining us today at this special time. We are usually here each and every Tuesday, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern time, right here on Blog Talk Radio. Bye for now, and we will catch you next week.